Welcome back to Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. I love that music. It really gets you in the mood for traveling because we've been giving you so many great tips. So I think you're ready to start planning that great vacation. And, it, you know, it doesn't even have to be a vacation that you're taking right now. I mean, these are all great tips to jot down and keep in a safe spot so that when you are planning your next vacation, whether it's next year or next week, you have some great tips that can help you out. Now, this show is being sponsored by Global Sun and Fun Travel, which is your one-stop spot for getting all of your travel details taken care of and a wonderful vacation planned. For all things travel. All things travel. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, when you talk about all things travel, it is amazing how culinary travel is becoming so popular. Uh. I mean, people are actually planning their vacations around, uh, you know, places where there's great food. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to think about that someone will actually plan to go on vacation specifically to go to a certain restaurant. Now, we built, Doc Bill and I have a friend. That's exactly what he does. I mean, he goes specifically to certain cities to eat at certain restaurants. And he does. Wow. He looks at places, and the food is the number one thing that everything centers around. And you can go on the Internet, and you can look at many lists of the top ten cities or the top five cities at foodies. Foodies are people that really like food to go to. <laughs> there are lots of those lists around. But that well, be your doctor? We're all foodies. <laughs> yeah. But the thing you have to know is these, you have to look at things relative, and relative to where you're at. If you're a southerner going north, you're going to have a different list than a northerner coming south. <laughs> and um, and oh, these really? are things you've got to consider. So if you're okay. living live in a certain area, there's certain types of food that you like, certain mm-hmm. ways also prepared. And so you're going to find a place that has similar type food in a similar type setting that you're used to that you'll enjoy. If you look at most top ten lists when you think of U.S. culinary food, mm-hmm. uh, I think without question New York is still the food hub of the United States. Oh, without any question. Absolutely, we I agree. agree. With that. But when you actually leave New York, then it becomes some question. But again, you have to look at where the abundance of fresh ingredients are, mm-hmm. the quality of chefs, and the way the food interacts with the chefs and the environment. And to me, the second place is going to be New Orleans. Oh, no, yeah. no place do you have that type of food, that rich um, seafood, the rich um, pork you have from the area, and then the culinary expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, so New Orleans oh, comes. Yeah. I'm just thinking of that. And then you think of places <laughs> on the coast. You think of either um, San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, Portland, uh, Seattle, and in the mid part of the country you have Chicago. Yeah. When you get to the southern area, you think of what are the southern food points. I said before New Orleans, but that's sort of different. It's in the south, but it's still New Orleans. Yeah. When I think mm-hmm. of the south, people think of the southeast. So you think of cities like uh, Charleston and Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta is becoming more and more an international food hub, but it's it really still is. not. When you think of the, the classic southern food, it's still Charleston. It We're getting better, but, um, but you know, um, as far as Georgia goes, our, probably our food center or the most southern food is Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still the classic southern food. Um, but and the um, abundance of great fresh seafood. Abundance like of great you, seafood, you abundance of the, of the local foods. Uh, Charleston's a bit more popular. It has a, a bit more restaurants in that area. But Georgia's a different state. Uh, when you get to the food in North Georgia, it's a lot different than the food you have up in the area. And if you're from North All Georgia, right. you're going to be looking for certain things because you may not like seafood. Um, you know, yeah. so you may want food. That's, you may like pork, uh, beef, and uh, chicken fixed in a variety of different ways. Um, so these are things to consider when you're thinking of top food cities and areas. But with all this, food is getting better all around the country. Now, Doc, Bill, I've got relatives in Texas, and you're just going to have a fight on your hand because you did not mention Texas. <laughs> and they swear that Texas has the best 
cuisine. Well, you have San Antonio. When you think of, of Texas, Texas, that's going to be the primary food center. When mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not picking these just from I like the food. I'm picking them from their restaurants, their ingredients, and also the opinion of other chefs and people who mm-hmm. deal with the areas. And San Antonio with his chilies and his peppers that has that whole area there. Mm-hmm. And it's um, great. I mean, you have Dallas, <laughs> um, Dallas with the barbecue here. and things like that. But um, when you're looking at a different types of food, it, it, again, a lot of it depends on where you're coming from. If you're coming from mm-hmm. Texas, you're going to have a different list than somebody who's coming from Savannah or somebody that's coming from Boston. Well, that's true. That's you know? true. And ribs in Texas. I lived in Texas uh, back, it seems like, in another life now. But uh, the ribs there and the barbecue there was just so outstanding. It really was good there in Texas. But, you know, I want to go back to New York, though, Doc Bill, because I, I agree with you, New York is so, um, you know, synonymous with great food. And not only just, you know, the fancy, you know, restaurants and the, you know, that, that type of cuisine, but also, mm-hmm. too, a lot of the street vendors. Oh, one, that can one be of the, the best. Things, oh, and when you walk down the street, I mean, you smell, you know, the street vendors and some of the things that they are preparing there on the streets. That's changed a lot. Um, it used to be that the classic street vendor food was a hot dog. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. still is. When I go back to New York City, there's a place called Papaya. There's a Papaya King or a Great Papaya. And they're located like in the area of the village or on the Upper West Side um, or area of Chelsea. But you get two hot dogs and a papaya juice for four bucks. When I was there, it used to be a dollar fifty. Um, but that's still a great deal. It's fresh squeezed papaya juice. Um, and you get two great hot dogs any way you want to for, for about five five dollars. And it's still one of the classic places. But street vending food has gotten better, particularly mm-hmm. with the influence from the Mexican um markets coming in with a lot of tacos and things like that but um street vending food is great but what makes new york city good is the fact that you can get food very inexpensively at some of the ethnic restaurants food doesn't have to be expensive it just got to be prepared with love and it's got to be fresh and you can get that that. any place in the united states and (laughs) as the saying goes find out where the locals like to eat and you'll find the best food I, i agree with that because when you think about you know traveling also the culinary traveler also, a lot of people like to travel and take cooking lessons. I've seen some of the top, you know, cities for taking cooking lessons as well. So mm-hmm. any of our listeners that are interested in that, I would, I would definitely suggest them to consider that. If you are a foodie or if you're interested in becoming more of a foodie and uh, <laughs> sort of practicing some of your cooking techniques, maybe a, a trip where you actually take a class in cooking. And also the mm-hmm. farmer's markets for food. Here in uh, we have a farmer's market that's starting up more here in Gainesville. Down in Atlanta this time of the year, on Saturday, Saturday mornings around from 8 to, to 2, they have a, a peach tree farmer's market, That's which is an incredible market, market where you can get fresh pizzas made there in portable brick ovens. Uh-huh. Uh, they have fresh vegetables, pastry shops, fresh homemade breads from Holman mm. and Finch. It's a, if you're going to be doing something on sat, during Saturday in Atlanta, go to the market. It's at St. Philip's Cathedral on Peachtree. It's in the parking lot. Go to the market on um, Saturday morning or around lunchtime and have that be your lunch. Very inexpensive. They, it was designed by a, by a, the famous French um, chef, um, um, Linton Hopkins, and he de- um, designed it that way so that a family could go there and the, it's not gonna, the meals go anywhere from 5 to $10. So it's very so budget-friendly. It's very budget-friendly, yes. but real fresh-quality ingredients. But now right here also, too, in this area, we have Jay Moore's, which is a fantastic uh, uh, place to go Great for. place. Bring I the mean, family. I just love, love, love when, when peach season starts because they have so many different varieties of peaches. How, about how many... About 34, 35 variety of peaches. They also have great blackberries. The blackberries should be coming in soon now. And you could take a family up there and get dessert. They have barbecues. So you can make it a meal and make that part of your trip when you're going up to see other things in the state. So you make that one of your stop-offs. Incorporate food into whatever you're going to do. It's just great. Now, Doc Bill, there's a growing food truck 
industry here in the Atlanta area. And the food is just awesome. Have you experienced that? I've seen the trucks. I haven't started to do a lot of that. I've been involved more in the farmer's markets, but that's a spinoff of what you do with the farmer's markets because people want to get the fresh produce. And those um, food trucks are becoming more and more popular around stadium and this is a designated location where you can get food trucks at. Yes. Yes. You know, all, all of this talk about food, especially in the local area, really brings back, you know, a lot of the things that we like to talk about when we talk about staycations. Because like you said, I mean, we can do some things right in our back, you know, right in our own backyard and all of these great markets that are nearby. We can certainly use those to supply us with wonderful fruit during the summer and vegetables and just have those great meals that are, are wonderful. And, and it's a win-win because you're getting fresh produce from the farm to the table. It's good for everybody. It definitely is good for everyone. Now, we are going to switch gears just a little bit here before we end the show. But coming up soon, we're going to do a show on camping. And, Doc Bill, do you want to give us, like, a quick preview of maybe, like, two things to definitely keep in mind for staying safe if, and safe and healthy if we are going on a camping trip? Well, very quickly. I know you do a lot of camping. I like camping. <laughs> I, I like going out and like spending time in the woods. The first thing is to know your own health. And mm-hmm. if you need anything, any type of medications and stuff you have, you know, make sure you take them with you. If you're going by yourself or with few people, you might want to write down a piece of paper things or medications you're allergic to yeah. and your allergies. Uh-huh. Those are kind of be kind of helpful if you're found by someone or people need to know what's going on with you. Uh-huh. Um, and the, when you do go camping, the thing is make a distinction between treating your between treatment and first aid. First aid is basically um, being able to give yourself certain things such as, let's say, a, a topical ointment or a Band-Aid or things to basically keep yourself going. Treatment mm-hmm. would be something in which you may have a medical condition or something which you need to bring something to treat yourself with, whether it's a drug or something like that. But number one, have some Band-Aids. Number two, bring with you some type of um, an ace bandy, some sort of wrapping, something to wrap around you in case you sprain your ankle yeah, or you have okay. or damage in that area. Hiking. That's good. Something that's septic, either a topical antibiotic or some alcohol or something that's quite helpful in order to um, clean a site in case there's a wound or a cut. Uh-huh. You know, oh, sounds great. Sounds great. Well, you'll just have to come oh, back on yeah. the show, on the camping show, and give us more of those because those are great tips that you don't normally think about. Well, this has been a great show. Lots and lots of travel tips. If you miss any a of lot. it, please go to our website, www.travelbackswithanita.com. This is North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550, FM 102.9, WDUN. Bye bye.